Welcome back to Nach Daily. Today we begin the first parak of Megillah Seicha. Although the Megillah deals with the mourning and tragic events of the destruction of the base Hamigdash and desolation of Yushalayim, its point is not to make us feel lorn, discouraged, or hopeless of Geula, redemption, and God's exact Hashkacha Pratis divine providence. We need to be able to contrast this to what we see now happening in Eretz Yisrael. Baruch Hashem, the streets are again filled with people, hustling and bustling with everyday life, buildings going Going up everywhere. The picture we see nowadays is vastly different than the one we're going to be learning about in Megillus Eicha. While that was a time of destruction, we are now witnessing the process of Geula. Someone recently told me that the new train from Ben Gurion Airport to Yerushalayim will take less than 25 minutes. When Mashiach Ben David reveals himself, many people will need to get to Yerushalayim with no traffic. This is none other than Hashem's hand preparing the world and Eretz Yisrael for the final and ultimate redemption. May we merit seeing the construction of the third base Hamigdash with our very own eyes. With this in mind, we now begin Megillus Eicha. It opens with the words Eicha Yashva Vadad Ha'ir Rabasi Am Ha'isa Kelmanu Rabasi Vagayim Sarasi Ba'amidinos Ha'isa Lamas. Oh, how she sits in solitude. The city that teemed with people has become like a widow. She that was great among the nations, the princess among provinces, has become a tributary. Yerushalayim is compared to a widow. This speaks to the heart of our relationship with Eretz Yisrael. It's not just another country for us to live in or a nice place to visit. We actually have a relationship to the land itself. Like a husband and wife that need each other, we need Eretz Yisrael and she longs for us to return. As Rav Cook explains in Oros, our nation's entire spiritual and physical existence in exile is rooted in and dependent on the happenings of Eretz Yisrael. If not for Eretz Yisrael, we would not be successful elsewhere as we were all connected to the land. From verses 2 until 5, the prophet describes how she weeps bitterly at night and her cheek is filled with tears. She has been betrayed by all her lovers with no one to comfort her. The remnant of Am Yisrael that was still left in Eretz Yisrael has been exiled. Keep in mind that the rest of the ten tribes located there and in the Shomron had been exiled many years beforehand. The last remnant of the Jews was now exiled as well. Yermia describes the narrow streets devoid of people and celebration. Her enemies have now become her masters. Those who hated Jerusalem and God are now its rulers. Verse 6 says, All splendor has gone from the congregation of Zion. The Ibn Ezra explains that Zion lost its sovereignty when it switched allegiances to another nation. The Alchech explains that this refers to the divine presence that left when the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed. Yermia continues to lament that she has become defiled held in contempt and is deteriorating with no one to comfort her. In verse 9, Yirmiya turns his attention to the human suffering and asks Hashem to see his pain. Nebuchadnezzar looted the base of Megdash and took all the valuables. The people of the city are starving. Hashem see the devastation. In verse 14, the land calls out, He sent fire into my bones and crushed them. Verse 16 says, Al ela nibochia eni eni yardumayim ki rachak mimeni menachem meishivna over these things I weep my eyes my eyes flow with tears for the one who might come for me and revive my soul is far from me the Orchaim explains in his commentary on Eicha, that Yirmiya cried so much that people began to call him Bochia a crier like we'd say in modern Hebrew we call someone Abachtan lamenting that 
Ki rachuk mimeni menachem, comfort is far from him, refers to Mashiach who is called Menachem. This can also be read as a remez, a hint, that Menachem Meshev Nafshi, that the one named Menachem is going to revive my soul, referring to Mashiach who will bring Trias HaMesim, the revival of the dead. From verse 17 until the end of the parak, Yirmiya continues to bemoan the destruction and his personal pain. Stay tuned to the next episode of Nachnali as we continue to connect to Eretz Yisrael and work on our longing for the Geula. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.